Empire Lines uncovers the unexpected, often two-way flows of empires through art. Interdisciplinary thinkers use individual artworks as artifacts of imperial exchange, revealing the how and why of the monolith empire. In this bonus episode, brought to you with Historicity Tokyo, Japan House London curator Hiro Sugiyama and contemporary artists Suzuki Mayumi and Sugamika ride the great waves of Japanese graphic design, commercial illustration, and countercultures from the 1980s to now. My name is Hiro Sugiyama. I am an artist um, who work in visual art. I produce paintings and I took on the curation for this exhibition, Wave. My name is Suzuki Mayumi. I'm, I'm an artist. My name is Sugamika. I'm an artist. Nice to meet you. Hi, my name is Bethan Jones. I'm going to be interpreting for the artists. And hello, I am an interpreter, Air Kurosawa. And there's two waves here. There's the 1980s economic boom that takes place in Japan, and then an accident in Japanese art, in your words, Heta-uma. What is Heta-uma art? Heta-uma is the concept that was proposed by the artist-illustrator Yumura Teruhiko in the 1970s. Before the concept of Heta-uma, to be a professional illustrator, you need to be highly skilled um, in techniques. However, he said technique is not the most important thing. As long as you have a very good artistic sense, then you could produce very interesting works. This really changed the scenes of illustration in Japan. In the 1980s, a lot of young artists were very revived by this concept. There were so many artists who had a very good artistic sense started to produce a lot of interesting works. And that coincided with the Japanese economic boom in the 1980s. There was a lot of funding and money in advertising and the commercial illustration world. And that meant those young artists received a lot of big-scale works. And a lot of Hetauma art started to pop up everywhere in the society whether it be posters or billboards or commercials, there are so many Hetoma illustrations everywhere. I was a student at the time. It really felt like an undulation, a big wave of Hetoma coming. And I wanted to represent that in this exhibition. And you're also an illustrator yourself. And what's very clear in this exhibition is the divide between illustration and visual arts. Can you explain a bit more about that binary and some of the artists who work between it? So illustrators, as a profession, has a client. And the client would give them briefs. And that's really where their creative process begins from. In comparison... Artists wouldn't have a client or brief as such. They would come up with their own concept and then start working, whether it be painting or sculpture. In Japan, a lot of illustrators have started to exhibit their works in galleries and then sell their own work. Artists um, sometimes work on the commercial sphere as well. They would get briefs and create works based on it. So the boundaries between those two sections have become extremely blurred 
and that is creating a very interesting dynamics in Japanese art scene. You're working with practicing contemporary artists. You have the greats. There are people here still in their 80s and working, as well as the youngest artist in the exhibition who's 23 years old. What's really interesting is how there are lots of concepts here that will be familiar to people who've had interactions with Japanese culture, such as the idea of imperfection as it plays out in Heta Uma. But now these artists aren't considered part of the subculture, but really the mainstream. These are the images that a lot of people will think of when they think of Japan. And we're standing, Suzuki, in front of your family portrait, which is a painting that draws a lot from the Showa period. Can you tell me a bit about your inspiration behind this work? I often use old snapshots as a motif for my work, um, not just the Showa period, but in this case it's very reminiscent of a Japanese or Asian family photo from that era, but I also might feature a US family from the 70s or 80s. And Suga, your work features in the section about surrealism and painting. And here we really see these two-way flows of art. There are other works on the walls that seem to draw as much from David Hockney as they do Moritai, the idea of haziness in Japanese art and culture. Tell me about some of the influences in your work, including your use of Inari, the fox, which we've seen time and time again in our walks around Tokyo as we go into different shrines. I have been influenced by film and by surrealist painting. I love that kind of thing. It's not, not quite the occult, I wouldn't say, but things that normally go unnoticed in daily life that are slightly weird... Um, it might be a shadow, it might be someone's expression, it might be a particular character like the fox in this painting. Just things that, that take you by surprise and make you wonder what's going on. That's what I try to paint. And I think one of my biggest influences is actually from film and, and the films of David Lynch. The graphic design that's so interesting because here we have interdisciplinary artists. There's the artist who designed Japan's first robot dog and many actors and filmmakers who nod to their practice in their works. You mentioned that Heta Uma never took off because the internet didn't exist in the 1980s. What do you hope an exhibition like this will bring to audiences now? What is internationally known as a Japanese subculture is anime animation. Um, people would think of that instantly. But I would say Hetauma was equally influential in terms of Japanese subculture. Unfortunately, it is not as well known. So I would really like this exhibition to be the starting point for people to know about this concept. And a lot of younger artists are influenced by other subcultures, such as manga or anime, um, but they do focus on their illustration or artworks as their creative outlet. I wanted that current situation to be experienced through this exhibition. Women are often left out of the history and the contemporary practice of Japanese art, but in WAVE they're front centre and they run throughout the exhibition, including in the graphic design of the exhibition. What does it feel like to be exhibiting in London and to be part of this group show? In terms of the genre of illustration, there are actually a lot of women illustrators in Japan. 
If you look at the proportion of men and women, it used to be the case that there were a lot more men, but recently there's a much higher proportion of women. And with art also, there are a lot more female artists nowadays. As for how I feel to be part of this, I think over time women have come to play roles that give them much more influence in society. Um, I think that's something that's happening around the world, a global movement, that women are playing a much bigger role in society. And I'm, I'm happy to be here and I'm, I'm proud to be part of that. Arguably, though, the boundaries between these different media have always been blurred. Another great way of Hokusai, we think about the prints that he produced and how they've permeated into the popular imagination outside of Japan. But we forget sometimes that he was only the designer of those prints. In the same way that there's now a wave to credit the others who were involved in that historic woodblock printmaking process, do you hope an exhibition like this will expand people's ideas about Japanese art and graphic design? This exhibition um, is not to showcase the historical art of Japanese art scene. It is more about the current contemporary practicing artists um, because a lot of Japanese current artists are influenced by not only Japan but international works and overseas scenes. A lot of them do work digitally using computers. It is not limited to techniques such as ink painting or ink drawings um, that is prevalent in old historical Japanese art. And computers, you could work anywhere in the world, whether it be New York, London or Tokyo. Thank you very much for taking the time to talk to me today. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoy the exhibition wave. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. No problem at all. My pleasure. Wave, Currents in Japanese Graphic Arts, runs at Japan House London until the 22nd of October 2023. For more, you can read my article in Go With Yamo. This episode was produced in collaboration with Historicity Tokyo, a podcast series of audio walking tours exploring how cities got to be the way they are. You'll find all the links in the episode notes. Empire Lines is produced by Jelena Sofronievich. For more episodes, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.